Hello everyone and welcome to Bulbacast, episode number 12. I am Tissus Killer and we have a decent but short show tonight. Tonight we have Archaic, Bulbagard, and Webmaster. Us. We have PPN Steve from Pokemon Palace Network. Hey everyone. And everybody's favorite BMG mod. Hi. Hey guys! And tonight we have AG's 173 and 174 discussion. Have a little review of the the album that just came out, Perfect Best 2. A little bit on that later. Some speculation. And, of course, our Q&A segment, as always. Sorry, no call-ins this week. We're going to have uh, another episode for that coming up very shortly. But first, let's get to the discussion of the AGs. going to talk about AG 173 and 174, which of course are the two contest episodes of the past couple of weeks, yeah. and they're very interesting to say the least. They really have a little uh, more of a background to it than other contest episodes, considering the whole Harley and Rocket Dan mm. situation. Mm. Yeah. And I think this whole... Um, culmination of those of those two parties coming into one entity. I think that's really interesting because they have a, they had it so well coordinated. <laughs> and and to and for Rocket Dan the Rocket Dan to look at Harley as a, a teacher nonetheless. I think that really yeah. uh uh proves how much potential or how much confidence they have to look to have Rocket Dan look at him as a teacher. I think that proves that they have some confidence in him to lend them, to have him lend them their Pokemon. Which, I uh, I gotta say it was I I, I I thought it was pretty funny when James actually imitated Harley because I I know that people tend to like those two characters for this for one one thing that people like about both characters is that similarity that they have their um lack of masculinity so to say. <laughs> well, let's be honest, if they weren't before, there will now be Harley Kajiro shippers. Yeah, th- I think I'm there was sure. before. <laughs> yeah, but now they'll be making Doji and Shi. Oh, great! This just this <laughs> just reinsure that this just reinsures the shipping right here. Yeah, that yeah. and the uh, uh, there's so much at the end so of the show. Exactly well, that and um the thing there's also the other. Harley and a rocket shipping with um, Musashi. Um, yeah, just that was that was really interesting. I gotta say, I I'm one of the people, few people who always c- tries to make sure that I don't assume flamboyant equals gay. I try to not make always m- not make that connection in my mind. But even I found it kind of surprising when that when the two of them started acting shippy. Not not because of, of sexuality or anything, just that. I never thought of that before. <laughs> well, it definitely, well, it definitely takes an interesting spin on the whole shipping mm-hmm. uh, purpose, right here. Because, oh yeah, shipping yeah. just got shipping just got a whole lot more interesting. <laughs> we have a whole another perspective here. Anyway, well, to bring up another shipping point, contest shipping. Whoa! What happened at the end of that second episode seemed to me. Blatant hinting towards something there. 
and she was more concerned with Harley than uh, not Harley <laughs> with Shu than she was with her friend. Mm-hmm. You see him in her possible spinoff. Maybe they're doing uh, if that ever happens. Development in that route. Same with Harley. Though with Harley being established as a real villainous figure rather than just an annoying rival, it, I wouldn't actually be surprised if they could spin it off easily enough now. Mm-hmm. Another point that I'd like to bring up is that the whole um, the, that whole uh, memory sequence, that did not make any sense. Because you got to figure that Harley is about, what, 18, 17, you figure? And what? Uh, Haruka is about 10. Yeah, maybe. So, how can you have a... How can you have a scene where they're both there because Harley probably went to school before Haruka was even born? Oh, easy. That wasn't Haruka. That was just a girl that looked like Haruka. Mm -hmm. Interesting. He's he's got this grudge because Haruka looks like this girl who pissed him off. Isn't actually that girl. Well, now that... that, Actually, uh, I wonder, how, how old is... I'm just wondering, I mean, Haruka's mother doesn't look all that much like her, does she? I think she would be too old uh, to be How old is same. Harley? Yeah. No, I mean, because how old know. is Harley? If he's, if he's old enough, I'm gonna say and Haruka's mum looked like that at her age, it could have been her, for all we know. Now I think this really explains the whole situation to me. I had a little uh, mis- misconception there where um, the, that scene did not make any sense to me, but... Uh, now that somebody, now that you've uh, given me the the specific details on it, because I was, wasn't really paying attention to tell you the truth, um, all I have to say is this rivalry will actually become uh, more intense as we go along here. I mean, even after this whole, after the whole grand yeah. festival, especially into the next generations, because also the the possibility of a spin-off series is getting increasingly possible just due to the fact that all of these events are taking place. Yeah, now, really focusing on some development on now, and rivals. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen for sure. I mean, the, the writers could just say, dump the whole thing, end it. But it, the plot has developed so much that perhaps there, there's a better chance of getting a spinoff this time than, than what sure it was. It's a lot in, more possible than it was six months ago. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And now, what everybody wants to do, talk about the contest itself. The whole mm. background of it. We finally get to see what happens when there's a tie. Yes. And we finally get to hear the president of the Pokemon Daisuke Club say something besides, Skidesne. Granted, it was the opposite. He says, well, he doesn't like it. Sorry. Skidesne. <laughs> That that actually, I I actually had to go back and listen to that again, making made sure that I did I heard that correctly. Yep, Nye. Nah, say something different, but it's you know it's yeah, Nye. Nye is the negative, so that means uh, he doesn't like it. Yeah, it, it's just the opposite. Yes. <laughs> um, I I thought I thought it was kind of odd though the way that they set it up. I mean, I I I'm getting I've had a problem with a lot of May's recent contests. I, I mean, I've had a, May, a problem with May in general lately, but um. I thought it was really weird that that they, when the first part ended and it was a tie, it looked like it was slightly more in favor of May, and then at the tie was just her dom- dominating. 
I thought it would be a little better if maybe they had it slightly more in favor of Jesse and then had May com- and then had May completely dominate. It just didn't seem very. It it wasn't as it didn't co- strike me as 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 good, you know. Well, maybe also due to the fact that um, maybe they didn't want to go back and re-edit the animation to uh, make make that make that uh, scene more believable because you know time time is equals money and they don't want to go and redraw about 40 uh, 30 30 or 40 frames or maybe true. even 100 frames to Very just true. to just move it uh, a few inches so they're not they're not going to take uh, they're not going to take uh, lots of time trying to trying to detail it but anyway it looked it, it looked look good at, it looked good nonetheless yeah. I could the, I could establish the, that as a tie yes this the, just on the subject of looks, I, I gotta say, the second episode looked a lot better than the first one. The first one, not their best animation job. <laughs> yes, indeed. The B team and at work. Yes, but it's not as the B team as some yeah, other things there. that we know we'll about, and we're not gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> but the animation did look decent. It remind the animation quality reminded me of that three jinx one. Mm. That's about mm. as close as I can get to it. It wasn't exactly the best, but it wasn't yeah. exactly the worst either. Mm. Yeah, the the first episode was on the worst side, and I think the second episode was kind of more average, but a little more on the better side. I don't know, but it, 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 it I definitely was happy. Across and we know what's going on. I was definitely happy to see that the the second episode didn't look as bad as the first one did. Mm-hmm. Anyway. In any way, Volus uh, cahootsing going on, cahoots, I should say. Um, you notice that Harley was relaying instructions to Masashi, and I think that was evident because they've joined mm-hmm. forces. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure how good the advice was. Apparently, it wasn't good enough to beat Haruka, but I guess she was on her own there. Giving it to the battle. Yeah. Masashi lost. Match over after the tie and everything. Apparently, the tie—I believe the tie was what two minutes extra. What or what was it until somebody lost? Well, it was down to zero points. Yeah, hmm, I see. They said zero it, points it, a lot, so yeah, it was <laughs> unlimited time basically. Mm-hmm. You will do this until someone's down to zero points because they're totally unstylish or they've been knocked out, thrashed. So it was more of a battle to see who could embarrass the other side by making them make very uncool panting and exhausted breathing mm. and stuff. Like uh, any, like yeah. any, get down to the bottom. Anyway, um, one thing I I really liked um, James and Meowth's scheme to get Brock, Ash, and Max out of the way. Yes, by, it was clever. Yeah, by luring them into a box, basically. And, and then sending the balloon off to carry them off to who knows where. And then Drew got involved and it, and it failed. But it was still a really good idea. Better than most of the Team Rockets. And he had the fly gun come down and got rid of that in about five seconds. False and, the then, and then not only then they did the whole thing, and then they were smart and put a cage over the top. They don't do that very often. They were, they were using their heads for once. Well, whatever heads they have, or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then Brock sent have. out Fortress and yeah, but it, it got still rid didn't of the Actually, yeah. Well, that's because Fortress maybe, is awesome. If they were being smart, shouldn't they have put heavy weights on the grill, preferably at the edges where it, 
Foratress couldn't try and... They're being smarter. They weren't. No one expects them to any any miracles out of Team Rocket. We're just happy when you they're smart. They they don't think of factors like that, and that's the problem. That's the problem that's always hindered them since season one. That's why they always lose. We yes. don't expect miracles from Team Rocket. They're not the brightest crayons in the box. Okay, they're like they brown, gray, and they just not complete. Brown, plans. gray, black, and blue, violet. Blue violet, Blue violet. No. <laughs> no, that that's that no, that's that's a little bit dark color anyway. Anyway. Um <laughs> Yeah. And anyway, all this all of this commotion happens and Parker wins and we got to hear of course, um, an instrumental version of uh Watashi Makanai Haruka theme. Which uh sounded better than the than the actual vocals. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much, madam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, nobody's gonna get that reference, but anyway. Um, yeah, that, that's all I have. To, that's all I have to say on the background because that's 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 the only notable background music because the that's going to be on the album coming up June twenty eighth, I assume. Since that's the, all. Since uh, there were there's six tracks going to be announced there, so probably this will be one of them. I hope so. I mean. I don't Spurt want this two, thing, probably. I don't want this thing to last like a minute and fifty. I want this to last to four minutes because um, <laughs> otherwise it might be a D- might as well be a DDR song. And DDR songs, while they're fun, they're just not long enough. <laughs> I bet you this song is going to be on DD- uh, DDR game in the future. Look out. Pokemon DDR, the best game ever. <laughs> Have Pikachu on the screen. <laughs> Anyway. I would definitely love to do DDR. To do there would not girls. be enough Pokemon songs for proper DDR. Games. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? But you could there are hundreds of Pokemon songs. But Indeed. you could definitely put them as selectable songs on a Nintendo themed DDR. No, I think how, many, how many songs does DDR usually have? 20? Um, uh, no, it usually I'm has. talking arcade ones. Arcade ones? Arcade okay, that's ones different. Have but um, still, I'm and pretty sure that I don't see why you can't include a lot more, considering the size of the game discs we use. Yeah, on, on yeah. There's, the there's the the DDRs have been getting longer and longer and longer. Um, they started off with like DDRs in arcades or anything, just having like ten or twenty or something, and now you literally get like a oh, hundred songs or so per game. Mm-hmm. But I really think Pokemon in its in its own between the games and the anime. Could definitely do, go have enough for a DDR mix of its own. Yeah, and, spe- and that's that's <laughs> even though I don't play the game. And that's that's assuming you only did it with the English music or the Japanese music, like one or the other, not both. If you've got both in there, you probably have enough. You'd have way more than you needed to have a DDR game. <laughs> oh yeah, there's got to be what some fifty albums, some fifty CDs released of Pokemon music. I'll say this: I have I have several hundred songs, all Pokemon games, anime, everything. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to find a decent mix, that's for sure. Mm. Oh, and there, there's also there's already people. Who, it's Pokemon music is really great for remixing. I've a lot of the original Pokemon songs are great, and so are a lot of the remixes. I, but anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, there's really there's really nothing else that we can talk about them. Just, just the culmination between Harley and Rocket Gang, and they fail at the in the end as they always do. Yeah. 
Haruka gets the ribbon. Blah 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 blah. Shippy, ding, ding. shippy, 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 shippy. <laughs> That's about well, it. Um, I think I think contest ship, you know. I think all wins. of us contest shippers loved that ending. Mm, Probably. Oh yes. Good character development for a possible spinoff of May. Yeah, I. We developed the Harley as the I got, rival, yeah. uh, you know, Team Rocket style character, the bad guy. I've got to say, I know some people might hate me for saying this, but I think this could actually be see, be seen as evidence that this is May's last hurrah in the series. Well, in the series itself, a spinoff is possible, but it seems like one of her big conflicts for her since at least Battle Frontier, back, and it backtracks a little into normal ad- advanced generation as well, one of the big things has been Harley. He showed up looking like a character du jour, and he came t- started turning into something much, much more. Now it seems like mm-hmm. that conflict is finally starting to get resolved. And once you once that's resolved, May doesn't really have much of a purpose in the series anymore. I mean, there's Drew, but his conflict with her is starting to get resolved as well, except it's getting resolved in a shippier manner. Anyway, um, so well. I think I think this could either either be the end of May or at least the having May move on to something else. That plus, the, uh, that plus the ending as well. Mm-hmm. And and I don't have anything against May as a character. I've said this over and over again, but I am glad to see her go. I mean, she doesn't fit in the series. If she has her own spinoff, I'll totally watch that and I'll love every moment of it. In fact, she should get her own spinoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been enough character development for her. Yeah. We know she's a good contest um, trainer. Yeah, she's uh, she's, she's got a, a rival now. She's, she's a good character. A good she just doesn't be rival that could ex- actually end up being her her uh, partner, like Ash is now. Hmm. Uh, yeah, she, there's she's, a lot of things they can do to get get it spun off and get her her own series. Yeah, she has so much development, and she's a good character. She just doesn't belong in the main series anymore. No, she doesn't because the main series and her paths are different. Yeah, she's she's you know contest trainer. She wants to win the ribbon. She wants to do the the pretty contest things. Ash, on the other hand, is basically on a quest to become a Pokemon master. He wants to know everything, anything yeah. to do with Pokemon. He wants to battle them, win badges, do the, the leagues. Yeah. And on his quest for total Pokemon mastership. Yeah, and they're 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 two different roads actually have already yes. caused conflict. There was yeah, there's some point I agree. back there's some there's some point back in in advanced generation where um Ash and May were actually fighting because one wanted to go to one town for... Like, Ash wanted to go to one town for his gym battle, and right. May wanted to go to another town to go to a contest. May and eventually, Brock, the voice of reason... Ash's goal. Yeah. Eventually, Brock, the voice of reason, had to step in and was like, okay, you know what, what Ash, you can have that gym battle anytime. The contest is only only happens once, so let's do that first. Well, of course, you know. Anyway. Gotta bring Brock into it. Yes. Of course I did. Of course. I mean, of course I did. any other way. <laughs> Moving. I am a brockaholic. Yes, anyway. <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. I think we should discuss the recent soundtrack that has come out. Mm. Or really, this, yeah, the soundtrack, The Perfect Best 2. Oh, yeah, that was <clears> just released. Yeah, yeah, it was just released basically last week. And my opinions on the whole album, um, lots of redundancy, 
Due to the yeah. amount of tracks. A couple of remixes. Yeah, the, the Smile... The Smile uh, new version, as they call it. The only thing different was that there were... Um, there were there were like uh, singing voices in the middle of um, the. There was a singing bridge between the, the second verse and the third verse, which um, didn't make the, well. It did make the song a little bit more, you know, mellow. But it still didn't improve the song by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a different version because yeah. uh, usually yeah, I kind of was version a, a tad bit disappointed in usually, that Usually, usually I define new version as a completely revamped version of the song. Yeah. Just adding, vol- just adding a vocal track to make it me- more mellow does not constitute as a new version. Yeah, that was one of the problems with with Glory Day. It was always the, the there was like all these different versions, and dot dot dot. It's the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was two just two different cha- songs. Yeah. Two different. Well, it's two of the same songs. The only difference was that the power mix did not have acoustic guitar and the. The synth part of the bridge at almost the end is replaced by brass, which I think mm, is actually wow. gives it much. Brass is good. Brass, brass is always good. Brass is always good. I think that's what uh, Garden's been noted for the brass section. Mm. And but, also, but yeah, it was. It really wasn't enough of a difference. It, it yeah. didn't, didn't really strike me. Anyway, now the now the Battle Frontier ballad version. Loved it. Uh, good version. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I wish they would have re-recorded the voice. Yeah. Because I, I, because they've got they've must have take take took in the vocal track from the I the Igo the Iga version, which is the movie version of uh, Battle Frontier, and then just put it to a different piece. Mm, Didn't yeah. do any real re-recording. Yeah. They just matched the music with. Still good though. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It had a whole yeah. different uh, tone to it, and I liked that a lot. <laughs> but still. <clears throat> there, besides those two tracks and the DVD, the DVD I have seen. I have seen the DVD. And I haven't seen it yet. I've, I haven't. Well, the DVD what includes. Clips are in it? Well, the DVD includes the following: includes Advance Adventure, it includes Sokoni, <laughs> Soraga Arukara. Um, it also includes. Um, it also includes Challenger. It also includes Smile, the first version only. It includes Polka Odolka. It includes the first version of Glory Day. It includes PSM, which actually looked great because it did not have any lyrics whatsoever. Having it with no titles at all, you could. Uh, it looked absolutely yeah. perfect. You could actually stream. Uh, you could actually probably put a dub opening to that because. Uh, it has no text on it whatsoever. It's just scenes. Um, and it had textless version of... Uh, actually, didn't, not textless. It still had the lyrics on the screen of Battle Frontier, the first version with uh, the Mew and the the Lucario. And finally, it had Pokemon Kazuo Uta with no credits as well. Overall, nice DVD. But I think that's the only... I think that's the only reason why would you want why would you want to buy this album. Because it includes DVD on and have all those openings. Pretty good. Mm. Openings yeah. and endings. Very interesting to say the least. Uh, especially for the price. I wouldn't buy it just for the music. I would buy it for the DVD. Mm. And, it ha- so and, not to mention, and not to mention included a Movie 9 trailer. Which PM subbed and released. So please hop on that. <laughs> so <clears throat> any in any case. Um, album. Definite buy. Only for the two songs. Definite buy, not for the not for the CD, but the DVD. That's my whole verdict 
on this situation. All right, sounds good. And now we're going to take a little break here. To all the fans in the Pokemon fandom, young and old, to those who have been watching for years or just weeks, to everyone from the casual fans to the downright obsessed, to those who criticize the series in hope of seeing an improvement in its quality, to those who always enjoy the series for what it is rather than what it is not, to the parents of the fans, to the fans of the voice talents themselves, to everyone who has any reason to care at all, this is a call to action. For eight years, fans of all kinds have enjoyed the Pokemon English dub. Now we stand at a critical period in the fate of this series. The English dub has changed hands in all of the major voice actors who have brought the most beloved characters of the series to life were abandoned. Despite this, we are reassured that their replacements, sound-alikes, would be just as good as the original voice actors had been. All we had to do was wait and see, and hear for ourselves the new voices in the 10th anniversary special, The Mastermind of Mirage Pokemon, and only after then to judge the imitations. The special has aired. The new voices did not live up to our expectations and in several cases could hardly even be recognized as the same character as before. The majority of the fandom loathed this special, and few even found it tolerable. And yet, some would rather keep waiting, hold back their judgment even after seeing the special, and let Season 9 serve as a trial run for these new voice actors. The time to wait is over. The new voice actors had their chance to prove themselves as acceptable replacements, and they blew it. Nothing is stopping the original voice actors from retaining their roles. Many of those who worked on the special are from the previous dubbing company, Four Kids. And yet, the new dubbing company shows no sign of correcting their mistakes and bringing back the true voices of the main characters. I will not stand for this. Will you? Now is the time to speak up. Now is the time to save our voice actors. If you do not want to watch Season 9 of Pokemon with these replacements, go to http colon slash slash www.bulbagarden.net slash Pokemon Creations slash S-O-V-A and join the cause. We are looking for anyone and everyone's help in bringing back the voice actors we know and love. Now more than ever, the voice of the fandom must be heard. The opinions expressed by server are not necessarily the opinions of bubblegum.net or its staff. Okay, on that note, we're going to take this little time out. We'll be right back after this message. Celadon City, a bustling, thriving metropolis, home to one of the oldest and most respected Pokemon gyms in Kanto. Celadon City, a trainer's paradise, home to some of the largest and most varied shopping and beauty centers for Pokemon and Pokemon goods. Celadon City, a city now under siege. It's been one week, one long, horrible week, since Celadon City suddenly found itself alone in the world. A drop of sanity in a sea of madness. Wild Pokemon in numbers and with ferocity never before seen have entirely cut the city off from the rest of Kanto and the world. 
cutting off all means of transport and all means of communication. Only the best efforts of the city's trainers have kept electricity and water running. Already, people are planning for the worst, rationing food and overturning gardens to plant fruits and vegetables. Under the leadership of Nurse Joy, the trainers of Celadon have combined their forces, pulling together to do whatever they can to help the city. You are one of these trainers. Every fortnight, you will participate, together with other trainers, in missions set by Nurse Joy, protecting the city, scavenging for food and supplies, and most importantly, trying to break the mystery of why all this is happening and how a siege can be lifted. Your actions, your success at these missions, will decide the fate of the city and of the Pokemon world. Evolutions is a new mission-based Pokemon RPG for the Bulba Gun forums, created by its staff for all of you. Uh, the first story arc, Celadon City Blues, will begin, well, whenever we've got enough players <laughs> at this point. It's set in an original Pokemon continuity, which is probably closest to the world of the Pokemon Special Manga series, but draws on inspiration from the anime, games, and other Pokemon manga series for some of its elements. Right now, we're looking for players. We've got pretty much all the people we need organising the game at this point, though if we get too many players, we may need a few more. Uh, the game's been in planning for quite a while now, and while we do have a number of people who've already signed up, because of the time of year, of course, a lot of people are busy with tests and other things, and, well, we don't have quite enough people to start yet. We'd like to get this up and running and to show you what we can really do here, and I'm hoping some people who are listening to this cast might be interested. The forum is on the Bob Gun forums under the games corner heading, it's the bottom forum there, so go in, take a look, ask a few questions and hopefully sign up a character and join in the game hope to see you in the game soon moving right along, yes um, what else is there to talk about besides the thing that we won't talk about mm. well hmm? not many people have seen this yet, but um an image appeared on the Japanese uh, ah. Pokemon image boards a couple of days yes, ago. Right. Um, we don't know the source of this. Uh, the images seem to have been taken with a camera uh, from something playing on a television. Um, according to the person who posted it, it may be an adult, well, more adult suggested about 16 years old uh, mm -hmm. Kasumi from a future special. Yeah. Now, I... yeah, it's really difficult to say. Uh, really difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The problem no. is it does seem to be genuine Pokemon mm. in that you've got the image of Pikachu uh, there in the bottom right hand of the six in the bottom right hand shot and the final shot but um it doesn't really look like a photoshop but yeah they, they, it certainly doesn't yeah it certainly doesn't come from any pokemon episode that we've seen and yeah. uh what i mean the one of the other characters in there 
the only time that character design has shown up has been with the character in the first movie, and mm. that character is not likely to be coming back. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, true. maybe it's just reusing old character designs for a miscellaneous character, but even then you've got to ask the question, well, why is this character here? Right. What strikes me as very interesting about it is I check Poke Show every once in a while because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I've got a thing for fan art, and while I usually while I usually don't like stuff that completely tries to copy the style, I, th- I think that the Poke Show stuff is usually pretty deep, decent, if not very good in the case of the little sprite things. But anyway, um, so I checked Poke Show, and I I noticed a while ago that the, that they had something like that. They had an adult Kasumi sprite, and I thought it was very weird because... Everything else was stuff from canon, and, I, and I'd never seen anything with that before. So I, I just said, well, whatever. I maybe they decide to do something of their own creation for once, or maybe it's something I just haven't seen. But any, what, whatever. I just didn't, I didn't think too much about it at the time. Now that we've seen this, I am thinking about it because, like I said, the rest of that they have on there isn't their own. That they have in the section that this appears in, it's not fan stuff. It's canon things. So maybe, maybe the, maybe this really is something canon that we've just complete. That's completely missed everybody's radars, or something that's just. Well, that... yeah. When I first saw this, I thought it was from some old character of the day, little girl fantasizing about being with her Kasumi on a charm. That's very well, possible. Dream sequence. Yeah, I mean, from what was yeah. said on uh, on the uh, forum this was originally posted at, mm-hmm. um, the guy who used the word Natsukashi to describe it, which is uh, basically nostalgic, so it seems to me like it, if it is from the anime, it would have to be fairly old now, but... Yeah, and it's definitely... still. Th- Possibly. It's definitely something most of us have never heard about because we would recognize that if we had seen it before. But well, I don't know. It's, would it's, we? It's, if it's a scene we saw, however many years ago when we saw the first season, would um, we recognize it? I don't know about you, but back then, even more so than now, Pokemon was my religion. <laughs> um, I would recognize it if it was something we had seen before. Um, so. A ten-second, not important to the plot yes. scene in an episode. Yes, I, I would don't remember. Think you would still remember. You doubt my memory too much, sir. I can, I re- I remember pretty much everything from every episode up until the start of Johto. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> I had a cocoa Krispies. Anyway, um, mm. I Pokemon was my religion. I watched it religiously. I. I, and at the time, it, I, at the time, Brock wasn't my favorite character. I was much more partial to Team Rocket. I still love them, but but uh, but they were definitely my tops then more than now. But anyway, I watched it religiously. I was upset for a while because like I had Girl Scouts and I couldn't see the episode on Wednesdays, and I actually quit Girl Scouts because of that because I wanted to see every episode and I wanted to see it as many times as I possibly could. I I would remember that if it was in an episode we saw back then. <laughs> I think I would too, though. I, I was, yeah. and still am, a Misty fan, and this kind of would have stood out. And it, it oh doesn't. yeah, definitely. I think it's something that that never made it to the states, and 
I don't. I think it's something that somehow got under every, all of our radars, and so it's currently enigmatic. So I think we're all going to start looking into this. To figure out. Well, what that also is. brings up the possibility that it's photoshopped or fan art. Well, yeah, but like I said, it was or on Poke something. Show in a way that they would present canon material. So unless Poke Show went out of their way to make a huge. Huge parody, uh, which isn't, which I wouldn't pe- put past Poke Show, but I don't think they would do it in this way. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I think that this really might be something canon. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. anyway, it's I'll have to watch every app to see if it's in there, <laughs> including the uh, also. Or we could start. We could just start begging the Japanese people. Can you just tell us what this is? We don't know. We're stupid Americans. <laughs> could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't know, beg for answers. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I think that's all that yeah. needs to be said about that. <laughs> it's interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely interesting. I mean, heck, we, we talked about it this much already, even though I think most of it is just me insisting that yeah. I am the most obsessed girl with no life ever. <laughs> you just added to your stalker base with that, too. Oh, yeah. Stop stalking me, please. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, moving right along. Anyway, I think that's all that has to be said about that. Anyone else got anything? <laughs> Please, we need you. New bubblegarden.net page is up. The main page is now up. It looks beautiful. I applaud yeah, to everyone that different. worked with that. And it's it does not look finished. Different. I know it's, it's not, not finished. finished. I know it's not finished, but right. it looks pretty damn good. Um, so... Yeah, and also plugging. Plugging-wise, PocketMonsters.net, you know, every single week, we have your Raw and Dub episodes, so please check us out, because... I don't know what the hell we're talking about in these castles, because you're not going to pocket monsters. Exactly. Yeah. Because you need the source, and this is your source for Pokemon on the net, so please... Do yourself a favor, pocketmonster.net, put that in your web browser, bookmark it, write it on the side of a brick wall, do anything, tie a string to your finger, with do Pokemon anything Pocket. to remember it. With pocketmonsters.net attached to the string? <laughs> yes, we're going to have, the, we're gonna, we're gonna probably have the Pocket Monsters t-shirts coming out soon. Except no substitutes. Alright, we're back, and now we have Winner joining us to do the question and answer segment for this week, and let's start. Shall we? Uh, winner, which question do we have first this week? Alright, um, Tropius wants to know what type combinations are you hoping to see in Diamond and Pearl? That's his first question. So I think that's a good speculation. Hmm. Right, so. Let me just see here. And I would like to see a bug fire ant Pokemon. Ooh, that would be neat. Bug and fire. Um, a fire fanatic, so that's good. I like that. Let me see. Psychic flying? I don't think we have any of those yet. That would be interesting. Do we have a psychic ghost yet? Ooh, that'd be a trip too. That's a dual dark darkness there. Yeah. Or even psychic and dark. I um think Misty had a good idea. She wanted or she <coughs> he. he 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 wanted a <laughs> ghost and dragon legendary legendary rather. Ooh, I can certainly see that. I mean, the dragon is a definite Diamond possibility. Pearl, with the dragon moves, with dark, also dark type. That they need be, more dragons, let's be honest here. They that yeah. could be evil Pokemon. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, and uh, Tropius also wants to know, do you think Nintendo should make a remake of Gold, Silver, Crystal just like they did with Fire, Red, Leaf, Green? I don't think they no, should. No, because the game no. doesn't need to be expanded on uh, its own grounds. It's already good It's already good to what it's worth. It's a waste of time to actually remake the games at this point. However, I have no problem with them going and using uh, Johto as the main region of Diamond and Pearl, basically having Diamond and Pearl as remakes of Gold, Silver, and Crystal, but not only just including Kanto, but also having Sevi Islands, Owen, etc., etc., etc. And I'd also, oh, yeah. I was gonna say, I also like to, I'd like to see the um, Gold, Silver, Crystal gym leaders in Diamond and Pearl, though, mm-hmm. in some yeah. form of tournament. Um, well, that's gonna depend on the, the gameplay of Diamond and Pearl, if it's gym battle based or yeah. something more. Weird, like along the lines of Ranger. I'd like to see more. Basically, I'd like to see the gym leaders doing more than just you go there, you battle them, that's it. More interaction with your character, to say? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Participating in more events, like, uh, say, in the Pokemon Special manga, uh, Wallace is renowned entering contests. Yeah, that Why not pretty change the structure not, yeah. of contests a little more and have you actually compete against recognizable opponents? Mm. I would have no objection to that. Alright, next up, Nintendo Theater. Other than Manine, Gonbei, Usohachi, and Tamanta, do you think that there will be other new baby Pokemon and if so, who? Baby Straiku, Baby Kuchito, Baby Berlinga. There will be baby everything. bloody everything. Yes. They need to bulk out the Pokemon numbers because they don't have enough new animal types that they can go through right now. I yeah, mean, we'll get pre-evolutions all over the place. Yeah. Few I mean, ones, I can, but not many. We'll probably get new evolutions and more alternate evolutions. Mm-hmm. That is something I would like to see, the alternate yeah. evolution. The TCG players, on the other hand, will absolutely hate it. Um, yeah, because then they have to buy like more cards. And... Well, no, it's just because you can't really run four Vile Plume and four Blossom in a deck, can you? Mm. No point. Okay, moving right along. Next one is from Fabulvini. He says, back when Pokemon was a fad, how accessible were the Japanese episodes of the anime? Hmm. Not very, actually. Well, they did have VHS. The VHS is worth saying. With the Kanto episodes, basically. Well, they had had Kanto VHS, they had Johto VHS, and they had... uh, yeah, Orange how accessible VHS. were they? Orange in Japan, obviously. Very accessible in Japan, obviously. Accessible overseas? Uh, no, probably. There you, wasn't many resellers. Not VHS. Like there is now. Uh, you could get episodes online. Yes. It was very difficult, and the because there were only a few distributors, you needed to know where to go. If you could read Japanese, it was a lot easier, but you still needed to know where to go. Right. And of course, back then the quality was horrible. Uh, yeah. There would have been no. real RMs. media files of about 50 meg in size. Because everybody was on dial-up back then. Yeah. And uh, right. it was very difficult to download those after, things. After you got uh, broadband slowly coming in, there was still a problem there because basically uh, the episodes would have been encoded into AVI or WMV either from a VHS source, which isn't very good obviously, it's a lot better to encode raw, and well, um, there wasn't much demand, so people. Well, yeah, there, oh no, there was enough. Demand. 
There was enough demand in Japan. There was always well, maybe some... so in Japan, there, but I think but... worldwide. Yeah, yeah worldwide, the anime there... craze hasn't hit the United States mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I mean, there's probably someone in Japan who was fanatic enough to record every episode raw on his computer and mm-hmm. could probably, with modern uh, codecs, actually re-encode all those episodes in very high quality, but they haven't done it, so there's not really much we can do. So then again, they could just pull all the episodes that are being replayed on other networks in Japan. So, meh. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, not very accessible at the time. Okay, one, actually two final questions here from Work That Skirt. Um, uh, Winner, you could probably answer the first one. Um, do you get any reward for defeating all the fa- uh, Frontier Brains in Emerald? Yeah, I actually answered this forum. Um, for the silver badges, for getting all the silver badges, you get a Landsat Berry, and for getting all the gold badges, you get a Starf Berry and an extra star in your trainer card. What? A single berry? Yes. The only way you can get it, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess rare. you can farm that berry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And finally, I could probably answer this one. Is there anything an older fan in the New York City area can do to help save the dub actors through the proximity of the Pokemon office in New York City? Simple answer to that. No. Both of the office. Yes, yeah, simple answer to that is no. Both of the offices, actually two out of the three offices that I know of, are on 47th Street. One is on 8th Avenue, and one the other one's on Madison, if I recall correctly. And the other and the other office is on 23rd Street. And sadly enough, though. Won't be able to do anything. Uh, you're not going to get past the front desk. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I was just going to quickly go over Misty's question without reading the whole thing. Okay. Yes, Misty, Pokemon would probably benefit from becoming a slightly mature series, but in my opinion, it has, they would have to look to something such as Dragon Quest to make it more oriented, you know, for a better audience. Because I think if they took the Final Fantasy route, it would kill the series. And... I don't mean to say that in the format of, you know, me hating Final Fantasy, but if you look at the later Final Fantasies, it's become a little bit more, too more focused on the characters rather than the actual plot. Actually, I kind of have something to say about that. Um, there, personally, well, this is my response to something that they said, actually. I like what the, I, I like where the maturity level is, because what they wanted to do was not make a series for children, despite what everybody thinks. Well, yeah, I just mentioned this while you were out, actually, Pi. I mentioned, in Japan, it is a family series, not yeah. a children's series. Yeah, I, I read this great interview that phrased it so well. It's that they wanted, they wanted to make a series that was simple enough that a kid could enjoy it, but fun enough that everyone could enjoy it. The only problem is, here in the States, we get the impression that if a kid can understand it, it's for kids. That's, that's how our mind works, which is actually how kind of sad. It. Yeah, it's it's very sad actually, because a lot of the older fans will tell you it is easy for an older fan to enjoy, it, even if it is simple enough that a little kid could. It's it's really kind of sad. It, it, they even compared it in the um, interview to fairy tales. I mean, it it is true. We tend to think of fairy tales as a kiddie thing, when really there's a lot of interesting things about fairy tales, and they're very. They were dumbed one. down because they didn't want children knowing about them. Grimm's yeah. fairy tales are not Oh, I love Grimm's fairy tales. <laughs> oh, God, they, they are... They're gruesome. Mean and nasty and extremely... But at the extremely same time... Violent. Uh, and they the original the fairy tales. It's yeah. kind of the same thing. They wanted to make something that was simple enough that a kid could understand it, but 
something that everyone really could enjoy. I mean, I, does, can anyone really uh, de- deny the fact that something about fairy tales will warm your heart no matter how old you are? Yes. And that's our final question. Thank you very much to everyone who asked the questions. That'll just about do it for Bubblecast episode number 12. I would like to thank Archaic, PPN Steve, Pi, and Winner joining us for a Q&A segment. For everyone here at Bubblecast, please don't forget to send us your emails at Bubblecast at Bubblegarden.net. And please visit irc.dagetunes.net, pound Pocket Monsters for your episode needs, pound Bubblecast, which will be open one hour prior to every single Bubblecast, and pound... Bubble Garden, because everybody wants you there. It's our main chat for Bubble Garden, so please do yourself a favor and go there. For everyone here at Bulbacast, I'm Jesus Keller, and we will say goodnight. Everyone, we'll see you next time. Down there, Minop. Mm-hmm.